Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning and happy Friday, everybody. Thank you for listening. I mean, well, I mean thank you for joining us. We're just, we just got you here. Thank you for being here as thank well. Thank you for doing it, guys. Yeah, happy you know Friday. You, you know what you do. You know what you're up to. Don't try this at home. We're professional yeah, speakers. Guys, this took a lot of training. We both <laughs> went to universities. We've had years of experience. So you don't just wake up out of bed and sound this polished <clears throat> on the air. Am I right? You said it, sister. Um, right. Hey, it's a Friday. It is oh, a Friday. Oh, it's a Friday, which means we're going to be doing our segment that we've been doing the last few weeks. Fridays at 11 o'clock, we do a segment called Who's Listening? And this started when we realized that there were quite a few farmers that listened to us. And then after that, we were like, hey, let's talk to people who work in the funeral business. And then we thought, what about long haul truckers and delivery drivers? And then people who work with animals. This week, we're doing Wisconsinites. Who's listening in Wisconsin? Is that what they call themselves, Wisconsinites? I believe so. Okay. It feels like. Or Scanies. Scanies? I don't know. Uh, Holly can help. I don't know. She knows things. Why not? Can we say scones? Uh, I don't don't know. Might be offensive. Might not be. Oh, no. I don't want to offend. No, I think it's fine. Okay. I think it's fine. That's at 11. uh, Yeah, 11 o'clock. We'll have you call in. Uh, 11.30, we do the slow jam on a Friday. 10.30, we do the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. All sorts of uh, stuff to get to. And it's T-Swift Day, which we'll get to here in a moment. But uh, first, just the update yesterday that happened yesterday afternoon. We had learned yesterday during the show, and I'm sure you've heard about this by now. We heard yesterday during the show that there had been debris found in the ocean. And then we come to find out that uh, the Titan submersible imploded. And the five people who were on board uh, did not survive. And... It was just, I, I don't know. It's funny. I had such a, such a mix of feelings here. I feel so badly, obviously, for these people. I feel so badly for their families who have to receive this news after going through days of anguish, assuming that they are, you know, fighting for their lives as oxygen runs out. And then you find out that on their way down a couple hours into the voyage, uh, that it imploded and what people were saying yesterday was that that would mean that it was a presumably immediate death right. for these people. Right. And Which that's is, such a strange thing to say, take solace in. in well, a then time you like know this. they weren't suffering without food or oxygen. Right. And, um, you know, if it were a little more instantaneous. Right. Uh, it, comforting isn't the right word, but. Yeah. It sounds better than people slowly running out of yes. oxygen and, yes. yeah, all, and just and the panic scared. that would be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The so. Coast Guard confirmed that debris field that they uh, discovered on the seafloor is about 1,600 feet from the Titanic's bow. And they identified the Titan's oh, tail cone and several other parts. They said that it shows that there was a catastrophic implosion of the vessel that was likely caused by a pressure failure. Mm. And it's unclear when it happened, but officials believe it occurred 
way back on Sunday when contact with the Titan was originally lost. The Coast Guard would have heard an implosion on sonar, so it must have happened before they were on the scene. Uh, This also means that the banging sounds that were picked up were not connected to the Titan. Got it. Got it. Okay. Just really sad. Um, So that's a sad sad update there as uh, the world was watching that throughout the week. Now we shift to something of a much lighter tone and closer to home, which is... Taylor Swift is presumably in the Twin Cities right now. Oh, sure. Right? Good yeah, performance uh, maybe, tonight? unless she has a show tonight. Do they, I thought she performs tonight. Crap. Oh, today's Friday. You're right. You're okay. right. Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> yeah. was thinking it was okay. Thursday, and we just played Friday. I'm in love. Okay. Uh, Friday brain. I hear <laughs> thinking it's sister. a Thursday it's after we just said happy Friday. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, she is performing should. tonight, so I would imagine oh, she this is, is here. Really? So, Taylor, hello. Hello. Hello and hello and welcome. Welcome. Um, Taylor Swift, if you are listening or if anyone knows Taylor Swift, if you would like to call us, we would happily give you uh, a segment or even two. We don't even know. 651-641-1071. Only if you're Taylor Swift, call us. Hey, Holly, can you uh, hit us with some of the Taylor Swift um, trivia you just did? I wasn't listening, so I don't know the answers. Oh, okay. So our WTF Weekly Trivia Face-Off was all Taylor Swift questions this morning. Well, let me, here, I'll share one that wasn't read on the air. Oh, Oh, okay, All right. So uh, Donna and Steve, here's a Taylor Swift trivia question. Reese Witherspoon and Nick Kroll performed Shake It Off as part of, uh, as a pair of animated pigs in what 2016 movie? Could this be like Sing? Animated pigs, yes, Donna. I'm going to say, with Steve's permission, thing. Yeah! Nailed it! Donna, wow, that's awesome. Okay, is there another? Yeah, here's another Taylor Swift question that wasn't read on the air in our WTF Taylor's edition. Taylor recently announced that her next Taylor's version album will come out in July of this year. What album is it? Here, let's make it formal. Add some sound effect. Oh shoot! Uh, okay, so she's already done. Is it? Does this mean Red. how many numbers? Like this is her what album or what it will well, be? No, called? we need the title of the album that she's redoing. Yes. Oh, okay. The she did announce it. I do remember the announcement. Don't remember which album. Come on, I don't know any of her albums. Oh come on, you know 1989. She's got okay. Red. All right. Uh, I can't remember the name of the first one. I'm not going to get this. Did she already do 1989? Uh, no, but that's not the answer. 1989. No. Uh, Speak now. Uh, Dang it. Her, okay. Her, uh, I don't know what number album that is. I don't either. Uh, yeah. All right. We're 50 okay. 50 right now. Uh huh. Uh huh. How about another one, Halls? You want to, okay, this is a numerical one. So, in order to guess this correct, this Taylor Swift question, oh, these are hard. You have to get closest to the actual number without going over Donna and Steve. Okay. What are Taylor's worldwide album sales in certified units? Closest without going over. Yeah, like Price is Right style. Yeah, so let's let's battle album? each other yes. here. Total units sold. Okay. I'm going to start us off. Okay. And I'm going to say her total sold. Worldwide. Mm-hmm. So we're well into the, well into the tens of millions. I'm, I'm going to say 111 million. You think so? But you have to battle me. Yeah. So if you want to go Price is Right style, you can say 1 million. 
Or if you think it's more, you can say 112, but we need your answer. I'm. What did you say? 111 million. I'm going to say 108. Wow, a very oh, mm-hmm, interesting mm-hmm. guess. Well, Steve is closest Woo! because it is 258.7 million. Well, Holy okay. Album, Taylor many. Swift Worldwide Album Sales in Certified Units. You wow. go, girl! That's crazy. Well, that explains the mania. Sure does, Jonna. A lot of people out there apparently loving her. I didn't think she sold more albums than Garth Brooks, and I was trying to think of how many Garth has sold. Oh, my goodness. Um, But... Clearly, I am wrong. There are so many Swifties. I was out with, um, outside with my neighbors last night. I mean, there are neighbors in their 70s who are like, oh, we're total Swifties. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, the a men. Qu- <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> a quick Google, according to, uh, you know, I mean, take it for what it's worth. Garth Brooks has sold 148 million albums worldwide. Oh my. Taylor Swift has 100 million more albums. Certified wow. unit sold That's than Garth crazy. Brooks. Good for her. Yeah. She Way to go. is yeah. loaded. Yeah, yeah, she is. Oh, but my, she's, she's making like nine off. or ten million dollars per event right now, per stop. Go get it, girl. She'll clear about twenty million if reports are to be believed this weekend on back-to-back shows at U.S. Bank Stadium starting tonight. Can't wait to hear from some of you on Monday who go to the show. Yes, we'll, uh, get some Monday morning Taylor reviews. In the meantime, we've got a break. We have things that we must business to be attended to. When we come back, a surprising name on the short list for Wheel of Fortune wasn't one of the ones that we had originally gone through. True. We'll tell you who's on the list and why they think he's on the list when we come back. It's on and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, what's up? It's Stevie Boy for Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. Big night there tonight. You know why Donna Valentine going to the show? You dang right! She, among some other uh, famous faces. I have a scheduled conflict, so I can't be there tonight, but I will be there soon, and I cannot wait to see what? Jersey Boys. It's on the main stage right now, this gigantic Broadway hit uh, featuring the music of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Think of the songs. Oh, what a night. Big Girls Don't Cry, Sherry, Can't Take My Eyes Off You. The list goes on. It's those songs feature the story behind the song, The Rise and Fall. I hear it's like a rags to riches to rags sort of a story. So uh, I think you're going to love it. Obviously, everybody who has seen it on Broadway loves it. And now it's in our backyard at Chan and Dinner Theaters. Great concert series in the fireside as well. Coming up, tributes to Garth Brooks, the aforementioned Gladys Knight, Billy and Elton, Lou Rawls, and a bunch more. And Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret dishes out the last Friday and Saturday night. Tickets starting at 28 bucks For those tickets, ChanhassenDT.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the show, the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Oh, the countdown has begun. Who is going to replace Pat Sajak? Remember, we went through this with Jeopardy. Yeah. We went through this with Kelly and Ryan. Yeah. We go through this every few years. You know, it's funny. Kelly and Michael. Kelly and Michael. Kelly, uh, Regis and Kelly. Regis and Kelly before that. Uh, Regis and Kathy Lee. You got it. Then we went through it with the... Uh, Alex Trebek, uh, Ben Jennings, LeVar Burton. Hour three of whatever, GMA. We did that whole thing. Oh, uh, sure. The name on the short list is Mario Lopez. <clears throat> Let me try that again. The name on the short list is Mario Lopez. Interesting. I I didn't see this one coming. 
I didn't either, and and I I'll I'll hear this argument. So he's being considered for a very simple reason, and that is the Latino audience. It is one of the largest growing TV audiences in America right now, and so. A Nielsen executive said, I think it's really a really important marker for how Latinas, uh, Latinos are affecting and influencing America's um, entertainment. And it's important to have them on camera. Hmm. I, I get it. Well, and I, I get it. I understand that angle. Makes sense. Right. There's always a lot of strategy. This is going to be one of many. Uh, stories that come out, right? But, Let's get a woman host. Yeah, you'll, you know, yeah, yeah. You'll, you could you could spin that in a bunch of different ways. Now that they're saying Nielsen's got some specific research that says this could be a strategic move for us, so be it. But let's just talk about him on his merits as well as a broadcaster. He is uh, as you're talking about finding someone who is okay not being overstated in the position yes he actually does that pretty well yes he um he sort of you know sometimes i'd almost like to see a little more from him and so he's a capable host i mean he's done extra he's doing access now he's got his own syndicated radio show yeah so i could i i mean i think he should be in the the circuit of people who get to go in and and test it out how about um who's um america's funniest home video guy alfonso ribeiro he would be great too he would be great he would do a really nice job he's got a little more personality i mean i'm not like oh my god he's so funny i want to watch him but he does a good job i think yeah yeah he he's a good name to consider I'm going to put it down. I'm going to oh, make my own list. Right. Made list. Uh, Holly, you got any uh, suggestions? Uh, you know, I would be curious if Wheel of Fortune wants to go in the direction of other game shows like Family Feud and get a straight-up comedian in that role. Ooh. Then I was thinking, I'm like, well, what's George Lopez doing these days? Oh, that's oh, not bad. Yeah. He would be pretty good. He's fun. Yeah. Wow. He. Huh. I feel like he would really stand out. Meaning? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's just not blendy any enough. That he might uh, crack-wise one too many times. Yeah, like but, you want the, you want the show to be about the game. Well, what's what's... What's interesting about, you know, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, less so than Family Feud, is there's a different pace. There's a different timing. It's yes. spin, guess, spin, guess, spin, guess. There's less time for that chatter. So, yeah, you would if you brought in a comedian, you just have to let them know, like, all right, now listen, there will be a few opportunities to show. Yeah. But after each letter, you can't be like, you know, my favorite thing about an L, <laughs> you can't do one of those. We might make to, the show more exciting. Yeah, we'll get through one puzzle. It'll just be one puzzle, and then it's time for... Who's our family feud guy again? Steve Harvey. I'm having brain lapses left and right. Um, Steve Harvey. He would be 
again, he's perfect for family feud. He'd probably be too much. Because you know what? Somebody would guess a cue. The cue had already been guessed, and then he would do just the big blank stare at the camera, <laughs> slow turn. Is everybody at home seeing this? Yes. Uh, oh, by the way, it was so funny. Um, last week, you know, my name is nothing thrown into this, but last week I was down in the cafeteria, and somebody said, jokingly, obviously jokingly, Oh, hey, yeah, I heard congrats that. Congrats on Wheel of Fortune. And then Tom, one of the guys who works out at the cafe, he was like, What? I was like, Tom, do you think that I just got the Wheel of Fortune gig? And do you think if I did, I'd be in the cafeteria today? <laughs> he on. did tell me that story. It was funny. He, like, today. He, he seemed to buy and it. And I for go, a I go, Yeah, he wishes. Donna. And then I followed it up with, He could do it. You're capable. Is it the beard that you think would hold me back? I said at my dinner table two nights ago, I said, my beard is as long as it's ever been. And I said, I'm going to grow this out all summer. And it was met with very vocal opposition, namely from two women in my life. My oldest daughter, Adeline, was really not Opposed on board. But she was in second place to Lou. Who gave me a very serious look of like, um, no, no, you should not do that. But I'm going to groom it, Donna. It's going to look okay. lumber sexual. I'm not going to look like Duck Dynasty. Oh, well, missed opportunities there. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the first time you've mentioned this to them because you've told us this many, many times. times. Many things that I share on the radio, I share on the radio. And many things I share at home, I wow. share at home. Sometimes there's not crossover. Sometimes there is. But sometimes it comes a couple days, weeks late. I swear I've said this before. I've said this. I think, here's the problem. I had it all poofed out. I just run my fingers through it, so I had it standing up off of my face. And that, I think, them combining that visual Mm -hmm. with what they were seeing and what I had said. If you put some like nice beard oil in there and mat it down. I said to Lou, imagine you could oil my beard. Just think of where that could take us. Slippery slope. Literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Donna. Bye-bye. All right. We got to um, come back. Oh, all right. When we come back, uh, I asked on Facebook, what's the strangest dream you've ever had? We're not taking your weird phone calls on this one, but interesting answers. That's next. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Steve for the Canopy Group. This is no lie. I was watching the old television today. I think it was CNBC. And there was a headline at the bottom, and it said insurance policy uh, rates are, like, spiking. There's some sort of thing that's going on in the insurance industry, and rates are going up as as a result of whatever. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, If you have a place like the Canopy Group that always has options for you, you are not at the mercy of that. Because if you're one company that you work with, and as one agent, they give you one quote. If their prices go up, then you're like, okay, well, I guess prices went up. But imagine if you had 16 different insurance companies that you could turn to. Each year when you renew your policy, the Canopy Group saying, wait a minute, let's look things over here. Let's look at all these companies and figure out if this is a great time for you to make a switch because you could get better coverage at a better price over here. So it's for such a time as this when there's some sort of insurance crisis that's going on. Crisis can be averted when you turn to the Canopy Group. Check them out today at the Canopy Group. That's thecanopygroup.com. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. That's us. Appreciate you listening. Isn't it great when you shower? And, and you get like, out and you think, <laughs> I don't have to do this for another four days. Just kind of right. You know? <laughs>
I wish all chores were like that. Oh, I'm so clean. Uh, yeah, this could wait a while. Anyway. Um, I came across something the other day, yesterday. It's an app that will animate your dreams. I think I saw this as well. If you want to play around with it, you can. The website is thedreamkeeper.co. They couldn't pony up for the M. <laughs> thedreamkeeper.co. Okay. And when you go there, you write a description of your dream. Okay. And then it does just like a little brief animation. I thought it was going to be the whole story. I will admit, so I was a little bit disappointed because of my expectations that I had put on it. In reality, it is just sort of one moving image that summarizes your dream. Okay. All right. I actually came, I, I made a fake dream. And I think I kind of like came up with an interesting screenplay in the process. All right. I just wrote mine in. Screenplay. Oh, I like that. <laughs> because here's what I wrote. I wrote, I, um, I dreamt that I ate a delicious hamburger, but then afterward I got sick. But instead of throwing up bile, I threw up gold. Oh. And then, this is, this is all made up. Okay. And then I, see a I became. I children's book in the Yes. <laughs> because then my whole motive was going around trying to find food that would make me sick. Oh, that's funny. So I wrote, so it says, last night I dreamt that, and then you fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And I just put that I was being stalked by a cougar, because that is a recurring dream of mine. And it came up with this beautiful image of a cougar that doesn't even look animated. It kind of looks... Yeah, yours isn't moving. Oh, mine doesn't move. He's just It's just a picture of a cougar. Ooh, visualization is loading. This is such a fun question, though, that this made me ask. So are we going to fill in the blanks? No, no. Okay. We'll, we'll leave that. that this that's is sort a of a separate thing. thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, the dreamkeeper.co okay. is the website if you want to check it out. Okay. I asked on my Facebook page, what's the weirdest dream you've ever had? We start with Angie. Angie says, Steve, you and I were dating. Whoa. Really? Easy. Oh, Easy, cool. Ange. Cool, Angie. This is a fun one from Catherine. I dreamed, dreamt, <laughs> I was on a game show called This or That. You had your choice of two curtains. One was labeled this. <laughs> one was labeled that. Oh, don't give that to network executives. <laughs> right? They're writing it down. Does this count as unscripted? <laughs> you got whatever was behind your chosen curtain, and then you sat down. She follows that up by saying, I also dream about aliens eating humans and taking over the world, but that's actually pretty common for me. Oh, well, that's common? Wow. Donna's got an update. Uh, my cougar is now moving and looking at me with cool. angered eyes, and he's kind of licking his chops, too. Kind of fun, huh? Yeah, if so the dream is fun. Yeah, I, there was another guy who who had a dream. He was getting chased by a vacuum cleaner, and it sort of animated that in a cool way. <laughs> That's fun. All right, so now more answers to the question, what's the weirdest dream you've ever had? Donna, listen to what Penny had to say. Oh, Penny. Penny gave three different options. One, giving birth to twin mermaids in a bathtub of Skittles. <laughs> what? Taste Did the rainbow. No kidding. Wow. Uh, she followed it up with another weird dream she had. I was locked in a hospital wing with Michael Myers chasing me with a tattoo gun, trying to give me a tattoo of Michael Myers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> These are great. Penny had another weird dream. 
I'm in a lightsaber match with Darth Vader in a city at the bottom of the ocean, and I see Harry Potter cheering me on with the bubble charm so he can breathe. Wow. <laughs> These are very fun. Jenny's weird dream. I was wearing George Harrison's shoes. That's all she said. That's all you need, though, for a weird dream. That's interesting, because didn't he... Holly, did you... I'm sorry, Steve. Excuse us for a moment. Mm -hmm. Did you see yesterday the movie? Uh, I did not, but I know the movie. Okay, well, there's a scene... Is there, like, a rumor that George showed up to a talk show with no shoes on? Like, completely barefoot? That would not surprise me at all if that actually even really happened. Yeah, I think it I think it did, or unless it's an you know, an old wives tale kind of thing. Okay, carry on, Steve. Uh-huh. Another right. weird dream from Jen. Snoop Dogg chased me on a four wheeler through the northern Minnesota countryside. <laughs> this dream is probably twenty years old and the only one that I can vividly remember. Wow. So now think anytime she sees Snoop. That's she what thinks she thinks of. Of him chasing her in the Minnesota countryside on a four-wheeler. That is good. He was probably going real slow, though. Here, hey, wait, slow down. Hey, man. Slow down a little, huh? Slizzle your nizzle. Careful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's best, excuse us, gang, I think it's best if you don't improvise. Okay. Um, I'll, with, I'll with stick to the script. Snoop and I bought maybe a general, yeah. Mm-hmm. Page 34, we're on that right now, Donna. Yeah, yeah there it is. There we go. All right, I'm back. <laughs> uh, Julie CL says, literally every night it's something weird. Last night in my dream, my best friend's ex gave me $100 to work part-time to build and install a sump pump. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. To build and install. Uh, here's another one. When I arrived at Target Field for a Twins game, says Nicole, my deceased parents were waiting for me at the top of a stairwell. Aww. I was there for real a week later and suffered a medical emergency. I've often wondered if it was just a dream or if it was a message. Wow. Oh, that sounds like a message. Mm-hmm. Lori says last week, I dreamt that the bag boy at High V was doing free tattoos to anyone who wanted one. Since I've always wanted one, I had him do it. It was a grocery cart on my right ankle. But <laughs> I couldn't remember uh, saying that I what I wanted by it. Racking my brain for what that was is what woke me up. And thank goodness um, it was real. Also, I've never been to a High V, so I don't even know if they have bag boys. That's- Funny. Um, anyway, I thought it was actually going to be a paper bag. The that tattoo, yeah, that would have that would have fit as well. It's a grocery cart. Sandy <laughs> says I was locked in a room, and this candy was all I had to eat. She included a picture of Necco wafers. Oh, that sounds wow. like a dream come true, if you ask me. Wow, I love Necco wafers. We have Necco wafers in the uh, candy drawer here right now. Yeah, right now, Steve. Oh, two rolls. Yeah, flavored chalk. Yeah. You know, if you like sweethearts, conversation sweethearts around Valentine's Day, yeah, these do. are coming from the same factory. I think They're so. They're the same sort of consistency. I think you're right. Um, I had a dream I was Chris Farley and I won the Olympic gold medal in swimming, says Anna. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Once I dreamed that I attended a funeral for my great-grandmother. At the end of the funeral, the casket stood up at a 45-degree angle. Whoa. Shot out confetti. And played the monster mash. 
The crowd went wild cheering while I was horrified. Wow. Oh, I once had a Donna and Steve dream, says Gina. Donna was having a party in her home, multi-level. <laughs> I was invited, and the next thing I know, I'm there alone with dogs. Not kidding. <laughs> oh my God, that's really funny and probably quite accurate. Oh, Here's so... another one about us. I had a nightmare. I don't know if he's kidding or not, but this is Alan. I had a nightmare that I was dreaming about having to be forced to listen to some mediocre radio show called the Donnie and Steph Encounters on the Walk 208.2. I woke up and it was just the best of Donna and Steve. That's oh, that's funny. funny. Oh, Alan, you're so funny. Uh, yeah. I had a weird dream, says Dory. It happened this week. My ex-sister-in-law, who plays in a band, was playing... And my brother, who's been dead for six years, never played the piano, but he did in this dream. And he wow. seems so alive and so well. Oh, that's so sweet. When a dream does get really real, those are peculiar. When you wake up and feel angry with the person or you're like, oh, geez, I can't even look at them. That was such a weird encounter that we had. Dreams are weird, man. What do you want me to say, Don? I said they're weird. Margaret, I dreamt that I opened a cupcake shop with the band, The Monkees, and Peter Tork ended up being a virtuoso cupcake decorator. Oh, wow. <laughs> These are good. That's so great. Mona's simple but still disturbed. A giant chicken was chasing me and bit my head off. That was her recurring dream as a child. Oh. Her head got bit off by a giant chicken. Sheesh. Oh. Wow. Back to where we started. If you want to see your dream <laughs> animated, and boy, to all of you who responded... Might I suggest go to the dreamkeeper.co and you could do it there. And it's kind of nice. It has like dream sequences, sleepy yeah, music. It's cool. On it. I like it. And then you can uh, you can do that there. So All right. Anyway. Thank you. Um thank you everybody for your responses. Uh when we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Am I right? I have an update on the Elon Musk Mark Zuckerberg fight. They were like beefing a little fight? bit. I think this I think there's a chance. That this is going to happen. On pay-per-view. I'll explain what we've learned when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys. It's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm -hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, uh, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my medical any questions what I would do to have that kind of patience around you rude so if you break your wrist you tweak your knee hurt your back get treated by Tria yeah get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed visit Tria.com it's why you're treated and how you're treated by Tria hey guys we're back Donna and Steve my talk 1071 everything entertainment all right Let's not waste any time. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. 
you want me to get right into the story or I, do a random sound first? I would prefer you get right into the story. All right, quick random sound. Well, you know what's fun? I feel like there used to be a radio show that did a guess the sound. A lot of radio stations did that. Was this contest. one of the, like the big yeah. things that was okay going around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where did I listen to that? It's bringing me back right now. And then there would be like clues and yeah, and win concert tickets, yeah. big money. Yeah. Wonder if anybody out there email. It's email called the me. secret sound contest. The secret sound. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and they were probably doing it in Seattle and Topeka and DC and Philly and Savannah and Minneapolis, Los Angeles, Pittsburgh. Houston. <laughs> Other cities as well. Well, thank you for that. Emailed me if you think you know what this sound is. Okay, thank you. Two objects involved. Don't call me, please. Don't call Holly. (laughs) Only email. Holly will not answer those phones. Holly's already on the weekend. Yeah. All right, now we get back to business. Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk started beefing. We talked about this yesterday at some point during the show. They just kind of started beefing because... Somebody was like, hey, yeah, Facebook's going to make something cool that's like a a rational, sanely run version of Twitter. And then Elon Musk was like, hey, bro, chill. And then they started sort of going a little bit back and forth like, I want to fight you. And it's like, just name the place. I'll be there. Like, it's got just sort of weird and like. And these guys are like grown men, like in their 40s, maybe? Yeah, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever. They would all be classified. As grown men. And now, like grown men sometimes do, they kind of want to fight. But maybe it's not fake. The UFC boss, Dana White, says Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are, quote, dead serious about fighting each other. And he wants to make it happen. Dana White thinks it would be the biggest fight of all time. I mean, I would watch at your house because you would buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Dom is bringing snacks. I'll bring snacks. I'll even bring pizza. Okay. Okay. But you have to wear like a tap out shirt. You have to wear like a really bro-ish MMA shirt. We got the flame element. Oh, love yeah. it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I could do that. Like a like a monster truck kind of. Yeah. Fish. And know that okay. at some point, if somebody gets you in a rear naked choke or just like a little side headlock, it's all in good fun. It's part of doing these things. <sighs> okay. Okay. Back to the fight between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. He really does think it would be the biggest fight of all time. It would be come with a pay-per-view cost of $100. All right. So if you come, you need to chip in 10 bucks. Both ten? guys. Oh, are, you, are you inviting 10 people and we all just put in 10 bucks? I'll invite more than 10 and try to profit from it. I should have said that. Not a bad strategy. Both guys seem willing to donate whatever they make to charity. Now, Mark Zuckerberg, as mentioned, is a like legit jiu-jitsu student won a tournament jiu-jitsu is pretty lethal i say this as a guy who took three classes i still have the gi if you guys ever want me to wear it in that's what we call our uniform in the jiu-jitsu kingdom what were you gonna say i was gonna say he's also got youth on his side because zuckerberg is 39 i think what's his face is like 51 52 elon musk is what's his face and i'll tell you what what's his face has that mark uh zuckerberg doesn't have it's called grown man strength it doesn't come from lifting weights it comes from being on earth a longer amount of time and then their hands get thicker and then they just they're just like that's like a old big grown 
thing. Now you're just making can stuff up. Them. No, it's grown man strength. I don't want to offend anybody, but we also call it old man strength when it's just like that guy. He just he has it. It's not he's not at the gym, but he just lives and has tension built up in his forearms. <laughs> Elon Musk says that, uh, or, or Dana White says that Elon Musk has done some martial arts as well, and he's also got into quote plenty of fights growing up in South Africa. Hmm. Okay. Do you, if you had to bet a mortgage payment? Mm-hmm. Would you bet that this fight happens or never happens? I would say never happens, even though I want it to happen. You know, I think... Because it's so dumb, and it is such a great publicity stunt. I, I don't think it will happen, but what a great idea. I think I am going to... Say it will happen because I think that these two guys, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, have just a little, a little too much ego. And so once they get out there publicly spouting, I mean, listen, we've seen Elon Musk commit to things bigger than a fight. Hell, he bought Twitter. It's true. You know, it's like, hey, I'll buy that and run it differently. Call your bluff. And now he owns it. Elon Musk does not look like he's up to the challenge that's all i'm gonna say he's gonna need a training montage Uh, in his life correct (laughs) that's all i'm saying is he's he's got to get into fighting shape and i don't think he's there listen sometimes you just want to be able to get the guy to the ground although if it goes to the ground mark zuckerberg's in a really advantageous position because that's where Mm jujitsu comes into effect I sparred with a guy once, Donna, who was so, you want to talk about grown man strength? This dude was so, like, big and just like a thick dude. And then they're like, at these jujitsu practices or whatever, they say, all right, now we're going to uh, work on just grappling. So then somebody starts, I forget all of the terms, but somebody starts in like a dominant position on top of you. So I'm laying on the ground, Mm -hmm. your boy flat. Yep. Big guy comes on top of me, legs straddled around my hips, and then hands on the collar of my gi, my uniform. Mm. And then I have my hands on his, and then it just starts, and it's this grappling thing. And you can even... It's like wrestling. Very much. And yeah. you're, it's all about trying to get leverage, and then you're trying to slide out and get on top of him. You want to get them in control on the side. It's very... It sounds very animalistic. Like literally, like animals. Like how an animal would fight. Yeah, because yes. animals wouldn't spar unless you're a kangaroo. They wouldn't be looking for like, can I punch you in the chin? They're like, let's take this to the ground like a bear. Kangaroos are so funny. Uh, yeah, it just sounds very archaic. Like, grow up. This is the civilized world that we live in. But they would say this is a civilized art form. It's the gentle art. It's self-defense, Donna. Jiu-jitsu. Come over here. Try to choke me. No, thank you. You want me to wear my gi? I'm good. No, I absolutely pray that you never do. Although, Holly wore hers yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and you this can is absolutely my version. Whatever I'm wearing, you this is my, I'm retiring in Florida kind of uh, yeah. moo-moo. That looks I flowy. Yeah. it into a shirt. That's Metal a nice Thanksgiving kind of shirt. You know, it's very loose oh, around the midsection. A hundred percent. That's my entire 
wardrobe right now. You're ready for a Thanksgiving to break yep. out at any moment? Yep. <laughs> Every <laughs> day. It's all you can eat buffet pans. We don't have to get involved in any potluck soon, do we? Oh, jeez, no. I Here? hope not. Oh, no. We just did a boat excursion, which is very nice. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. The, the, the beautiful yacht. I don't think it was on the yacht. Okay. No, it was on a riverboat. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone, that story. nobody here went on it. That was on the Mimi. No. Oh. And some people have to work, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Anyway, thank you for bringing us that story that has no definitive ending. Who? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you know, it's, I don't know. Here, let me squeeze in one more thing. Okay. Scotty McCurry said he's never going to drink Fireball again. I don't it's blame the, him. It's the it's one gross. alcohol he's sworn off. I think it's, it tastes exactly like an atomic red hot fireball that you used to get at the candy store. What? Exactly. Yeah, but with thick alcohol. I didn't taste any of the alcohol. Really? All I think it's fireball. so gross. When people are like, come on, let's do a shot. I'm like, hell no. He was on a hunting trip and his buddies were like, yeah, let's keep passing around. None of them were taking any. Because what goes better with guns than oh, alcohol? Yeah, well, he survived it, and he's sworn it off since then. There's a random Scotty McCurry bit. Be safe out there, friends. Holly uh, takes off now. We've got Zamboni coming in next. Music news right after his Dirt Alert. You're listening to my talk.